Welcome to Transformational Voices. This podcast series brings you wisdom, learning, and insights from the Association of Transformational Leaders, a heart-based community of those who spend their lives transforming lives, contributing to an enlightened world. I'm your host, Carol Talbot, and in this episode, we're speaking to a breakthrough and performance expert. Ivan Face is helping entrepreneurs and executives create the dream behind the dream so they're finally fulfilled. Hello, Ivan, and welcome to Transformational Voices. And talking of transformations, I know you've certainly been through some transformations and many transitions in your own life to be where you are now working with uh, entrepreneurs, senior executives, Olympic sports people. And yet you also know that while many people aspire to this, they want a bigger house, a bigger boat, they want more money. That's really not the richness that you're talking about. So tell us more about that, what you consider to be really rich. Well, thank you, Carol, for that beautiful question. And um, yes, what, I, what I'm seeing and what, what I've experienced myself is, so initially we, we kind of grow up with these ideas, like, okay, what, what does it take to be happy? Or what does it mean to be successful? And a lot of times, um, especially, of course, the boys, they kind of learn, like, to be successful, you need to build a company, you need to get the house, you know, get, get, um, and, and we really believe and start, uh, going through that path, you know, and, and I'm not saying it's bad as per se. The only thing is, of course, what is it you're really looking for to really find at the end of the, rainbow let's say because what i'm noticing with the high achievers and the a players i work with is they started this journey because they're looking for that success that fame that recognition basically that connection with people and and a lot of the times it's what they really want to hear is that they're good enough you know that's what's really driving behind uh, below that beneath the surface let's say and the question is in some cases when is good enough, good enough? And that's what I'm seeing with a lot of high achievers, uh, Carol. So I know so many people, it's um, chasing the fame game, chasing recognition. And as you said, with, with men, and there's a, a kind of perspective that men are the breadwinners, they need to set up a company, they need to be earning well to provide for others. Do you think this also puts unnecessary pressure on men in particular well uh, it depends of course um where you're coming from if you're if you're doing it like i need to do this or else that obviously will add pressure if it's coming from this is something i really want but them not understanding why they think they want it that's different that that that's a different kind of pressure if that makes sense yeah, so how are you working differently with people now in terms of that level of, of happiness and being happy with themselves rather than chasing the outer dream to be living the dream inside out, so to speak? 
Also, it, it depends where they are in their journey. So some people, they will become aware at one point, like, hmm, interesting, you know, I, I, I now get my second Lamborghini and I don't feel any better than with my first one, you know. Um, and nice uh, <laughs> it is a very nice car. I absolutely agree. Um, and, and the thing is, it actually gets more difficult for um, people at that stage because they kind of are at the stage where they can change the rules of the game because of the amount of money they have. And they're starting to notice like, okay, now that I can change the rules of the game, I actually feel worse because before they had something to aspire to. And if you're working towards something, then you still have that drive and that reason to do something like, okay, I'm going to get there, you know, I'm going to build this and then I'm going to do that. But when you finally reach it, and then you notice it's not actually what you want. That's a very difficult place to be in. It is because then you're in that space of what next, what mm. next. And is this where you come in when you work with individuals and organizations? Um, it, it is one of the spaces. It's not the only one, um, as I could obviously come in in the, in the, the space where they're still uh, busy with the achievement themselves so they're still building towards that first Lamborghini let's say um, and what's important for me there is that I'll I'm I'm happy to do that and I don't have anything against Lamborghini let's be sure I really like the car myself and let's do that while also making sure you're fulfilled as a person and that we're working on the whole the holistic part for me it's very important a lot of entrepreneurs they come like they want to grow the business they want to make more revenue they want to do more sales and then the question is like why do you want that totally totally and often people say you know what's the difference between business coaching and say life coaching and really it's just the title because you know you can't look at people just in in one area it's the whole picture so what tools and techniques do you bring in to allow them to start opening up to new possibilities of what lies beneath? Well, in, initially, of course, again, it depends on the awareness, how far is the, the entrepreneur or the executive already in his journey of becoming aware, like, why is it that I'm doing certain stuff? Why is it I want certain things? And what are they providing? And... Um, is there a way to get it without having to do X and using and, and doing a different using a different route, for example? And um, the, the most fascinating stuff which I'm seeing is that um, I try to find out what's the dream behind the dream. A lot of times, initially, they come in like, "Okay, this is what we're doing. This is what we're working on," and then uh, through the exploration with the with the client we get to the point like okay so what happens after that you know and what happens after that and then finally we get to the point like they want to do something completely different i i've had people that they uh one company they're actually promoting race pilots and and they're doing a really good job and they're they're doubling every year so they're they're being awesome and then when we get really into the nitty-gritty one of the owners he actually wants to raise bees. So it's like interesting, like, okay, and why are we doing this one then? And why, why aren't we working on the bees now? You know, and the bees, it's, it's a bigger story because it has to do with his family and children and children having access to farms. And, and that's part of his childhood as well. You know, and one of the interesting parts is that I'm noticing that 
they also tend to postpone that dream behind the dream. And I've seen that many times. You're like, oh, I'll do that in 10 years or I'll do that in 20 years. While I'm like, like, why wait? Huh? Yeah, isn't it like societal conditioning um, from our parents and grandparents that, you know, oh, you'll do this when you retire or you'll do this when you've got enough money in the bank or you'll have children, you know, when you can afford it. Um, and the fact is you'll never afford it. And, you know, it's it's living really more in the present. Is that what you're saying? That, the present is definitely a part of it. Um, what I'm noticing, though, is that usually they don't see that path at that point. And, and they think like, oh, but that's not something you can live on, or that's not, that's not something people are waiting for, or that's not something we can make money on, let's say like. And then in, during the conversations and, and the co-creation, we actually get to a vision where they can see like, hey, wait a minute, this is actually that would be useful for society, would be useful for myself, and eventually could make money as well, which is always a secondary item there, you know? Uh, but the thing is, if you provide a service or a product that's helping people in some ways, then there is a way to make money of it. Because the reason is people, if they want something, people are willing to pay for it. And I guess that comes down to helping people discover their passion. And I know you have three drivers yourself. There's that, that CSP, curiosity, service and passion, and then mm -hmm. igniting that in others so that they can see the possibilities uh, of their dreams. So perhaps share some of the dreams that you had where you realized that maybe you were chasing down the wrong road and not feeling fulfilled inside. Have you been through transformations like that yourself? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite sure this podcast is not going to be long enough to, to talk about all of those, but um, to give you a highlight, so myself, um, I started in business very early. So I was uh, 20, 21 years old when I started my first business. And that was in IT services. Now that came from the passion of computer systems. And I was always playing around with them. And um, I, I really enjoyed the systems itself, the, the real, the hardware, the lights, the fans, you know, that was, I was really into the electronic part. That was the, what got me into it first. And then from that came the idea like, okay, I'm seeing at that point, like there were a lot of people that didn't know a lot about computers. They needed help with their computer systems. So that got me into it like, okay, what if I can combine my love for those systems with the possibility to help people, you know, because I know what it's about and they don't. So let's do one-on-one. -on -one. And then basically my first business was born. So out of the passion of those systems and wanting to help people. So you worked on the outer technology in computers and systems. And I guess now really you're working on or with people on their own internal system, like a computer, helping them look at the programs that they're operating from and whether those are helping them in their life or hindering them in their life. Would that be true? That's exactly what it is. And I get that question a lot like, wow, IT and now in, in, into coaching, isn't that something completely different? And I said, yes, <laughs> not at all. It's actually exactly the same. And the reason, like you put it so nicely, is because as people, we are running software, just like the computers running software. And the software that we're running is determining what, how we see life, you know, what we will do, what we won't do, 
what, what our values are, what we find important. And it's that kind of software we can start to fine tune. And, and, and if you find some stuff there that's not really serving you, then maybe that part of the software needs an update. And let's, let's install some updates and upgrades, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I know, um, searching through your website, that you're, you're very active in your own personal development and that you've worked with, with some of the best. So I, I know you must bring some amazing tools to the table when you coach and work with people, particularly around helping them see a new perspective. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about how you maybe help them because when people come with a problem it's like that's all they're seeing it's like they're wearing blinkers and all they see is the problem 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 and isn't it a bit like you know opening up those blinkers and helping them see that what's bigger their problem or everything that's not their problem mm -hmm. and then it starts to open up to to new perspectives that's that's exactly it, Carol. And the best way to to give you an idea about that is let me give you an example. Perfect. So, I had I had one client in. Um, so we're in a session, and he's saying like, "Look, the the pandemic and and all the stuff in Ukraine is really hitting us hard, and we're seeing a seventy seven zero percent drop in revenue." So that was the only thing going on in his mind. Like, okay, how am I gonna? keep my business running with a 70% drop. And um, we basically were discussing, okay, what will we do? How will we pivot? What will we change? And and um, the first thing I challenged like was like, okay, 70%, you know, like how much of that 70% is due to the pandemic or this Ukraine stuff or something else? Initially, it was a bit confused, like, what do you mean? Yeah, it's those outside factors, like, okay, let's let's just park that for a moment and look at that. And what we ended up with is that he basically realized that from that 70%, only 30% was based on the actual outside factors, and 40% came because his mindset, mindset was changed and when he was in conversations, when he was in conversation with his clients and sales, and um, he wasn't positive about his business anymore. He wasn't glad to help them anymore because he was only thinking about, oh, they're not gonna buy, it's too expensive, they don't have any money. Instead of going into an enthusiastic conversation with his client, letting the client see what was possible for them so they would want to buy regardless of the investment. And after the session, he said, like, oh, my God, you know, I was doing that before and I stopped doing that. So, yes, my revenue dropped because I am just not as excited anymore, excited anymore about my own business than I used to be. So really, you you set alight his passion again for what he does and, and got rid of his excuses for that sort of, hey, the drop in 70 percent. Actually, that's not true. It's it's all you and don't they say that you know what we create in the world really comes back to ourselves what we put out in terms of our energy our passion um, and what we love to do and doesn't it show the power of questions as well you know I've, I've heard so many people in the last couple of years bemoan their fate with lockdown and I'm sure you're with me on this the, the question to ask is well yes and what opportunities does it offer? Mm -hmm. 
So what other questions do you use that help people sort of, you know, turn the lock in the key and open the door to those new perspectives? Let's, um, let's have some little bit of coaching here right now. Yeah, it's, it's exactly like you said, it's always about perspective and, and changing the perspective of the client so they can see more possibilities for them. And that creates freedom and choice, you know, and then they see like, okay, so there are actually things we can do here. Uh, so and, and another one of those examples is actually similar to the, the, the sales part, but that one was based on market audience. So the market segment was affected also by the pandemic. And then uh, the client said like, but it took me like 10 years to build this market segment. Now that I'm losing them so fast, I have absolutely no idea to, to, to survive, you know, it's like, and, and his idea at that point was like, because of the, the, the amount of money, right? That was the main reason. Yeah. We want to go cheaper. So we want to, we're, we're buying somewhere else. And then we, we just went to this idea like, so, so I'm hearing from you that you're saying that the main reason they're quitting is because it's too expensive, right? And at that time, I didn't challenge that. I just like, okay, so let's take that as being true, right? Would you say that there is another segment in the market, which is actually higher than the clients you're serving now, which has the same idea? And then it just popped for him like, oh yeah, of course, the clients I'm not serving now, which actually are bigger, they also might want to save on money. So there was this opportunity to actually scale up and to go to bigger clients instead of trying to find more of the, the smaller ones. Oh, wow. That really is helping clients see a completely new perspective. Mm. So where would you advise people to start in terms of looking at their own business to start maybe taking those blinkers off and seeing a new perspective? What's maybe one question they can start to ask themselves right now that may open that door? Sure. So um, I guess uh, during these times, this would be definitely useful. So a very good one to start with, for example, is like, okay, what if you would um, do your business tenfold? So what, what would need to happen if I would tenfold my business in one year and for some people that's very challenging of course tenfold so you could start smiling like what what if you triple your business but really make it substantially bigger than it's now right not just 10 percent or 20 percent like substantially bigger so you get to draw from those new ideas okay what if i wanted to triple my business in one year what would i need to do what would i need to add what would we need to stop doing and I'm specifically stopping on that one because it's a very important one. Sometimes we're doing too much things and we actually need to stop doing some of them. So to really challenge your brain and then you start, you just start writing and it doesn't matter what comes out. You just keep writing and you say like, look, I want 20 ideas at the end of this brainstorm. And if you, and, and, and the, the first will be fast, you know, the first three, five, Maybe up to 10 will be fast and then it gets really tricky, right? Like oh, 11th idea, but just keep going, you know, keep going. And the nuggets are at the end, like, oh my God, it's here. And I already knew the answer. 
What a juicy question to start the ball rolling and getting ideas opening up and that new perspective as well. And then I also suspect that you come in as well to make sure that it's aligned with their passion, that it's not just about growing the business because that's what's expected of them. It's not just growing the business to make more money, that it really is aligned with who they really truly are and want to be. Exactly. So how do people get in contact or, or get to work with you and and get more of that inspiration and more of those powerful questions, Ivan? Well, the, the best way is uh, the website, so transformwithin.com. Um, there, um, there's also a contact page there. So if you want to uh, have a session and explore like, okay, what would that look like? You can book one uh, through the contact uh, page. Uh, of course, you should, you can shoot over an email and then we can see uh, what we can do for you. Um, what's really important is that um, I'm not taking on any, just anybody, right? So it's really important that the, um, the reason why we're building the company, that it has a value that is good for the world. So that's really important to me um, that because I, I love to work with leaders that are making change in the world, right? So in a way, I'm, I'm helping leaders to create more leaders. And that takes a, a certain type of person um, that has that right mindset and also the willing to look at themselves, you know, because some, some of the stuff I'm going to say, you're not going to like. Huh? Um, and, and that's exactly why you need to hear it because the another thing I'm, I'm seeing is the higher up people get at the, let's call it the, the social ladder or the corporate ladder, the less people that are going to challenge you, the less people that are going to say like, look, but what you're saying is complete BS, right? Because they're like, oh, I can't say that to my boss, you know, like, oh, and, and the thing is then they get stuck, they get stuck in the dark because they don't even know that. And some of the times the whole team knows something that the, the leader doesn't even realize himself. Yes, it's kind of like we can't always see our own backside and how we're impacting others. I love that philosophy that, you know, people can come, they can apply to work with you and that you first check that they're totally committed and that there's also an alignment between the way that you work your philosophy, what you can bring to the table, and that there's going to be a good fit. Um, I think that's a really nice ethical way of working with people. So they can just go to your website, transformwithin.com, easy to remember, and it does start from within. Ivan, it's been a pleasure learning more about you and what you do and the important work that you're doing in the world to help elevate the world and business people and entrepreneurs in the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode. We're delighted to be sharing transformational voices with you and opening the door to new perspectives. For more inspiration, check out the link on our website at atl-europe.com where you'll also find the book Transformation Lessons. If you've enjoyed this episode, then help us reach and transform even more lives with a share, like or a view. And remember, together we rise. Mm -hmm.